Hey, this is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, My actual day job is a personal trainer and online personal trainer. And if you like what you've been hearing and need help and need help with accountability uh, with your workouts, uh, please see the podcast description for my email and reach out and uh, see if we can help you out and get you to your fitness goals. Other than that, enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have with me my new season co-star, uh, Mr. David Grant. How's it going, David? Good, good, man. Welcome from our, welcome, hello from uh, Stuttgart, Germany. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I think podcasts are pretty wild. It's cool how we can uh, basically, I mean, yeah, it's the cool side of globalization, right? <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, David Grant is the... Uh, certified athletic trainer, as well as having his master's in uh, human performance. So I thought it'd be cool to bring him on the show. And we got a few different topics to talk about, but uh, my audience always knows, you know, we get a new co-star on, we, we, we want to know more about you, how you got into your field and how you got there to Germany, maybe. Uh, and I'll let you uh, take it away, David. Yeah, cool. So um, basically, uh, whew, how I got in my field, that's a great question. I was, uh, I grew up with kind of a lot of problems. Uh, I, I basically, I had a speech impediment, which is not related to anything at all, but because of that, I got made fun of pretty hard. And by 11 years old, I don't know if I told you this, I was in, checked into my first mental hospital for, oh, for depression. No, so. no. Yeah. So kind of a crazy, crazy upbringing. And then I started getting a bunch of fights, uh, ADD, ADHD, bipolar depression. I got diagnosed with everything and I struggled for a very, very, very long time, but I would have moments of clarity and I never knew why. And and fast forward, unfortunately, way too long in my life. And uh, my sister's husband, who was a super successful tech guy, uh, asked me if I had heard of the um, the Paleo Solution by Rob Wolf. And I read it. This was after my master's. This was after everything. And by cleaning up my diet, I just, within like 30 minutes, I felt like, you know, I could see the white light. It, w- it was crazy. Wow. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So I think... Um, uh, I think I had always been on this journey to try to find a way to help people, but just, you know, I don't know, the, the, the default should be healthy, happy, healthy, happy, and strong. And I think accidentally, I just got pointed in this direction on this path and kind of found out why after I had finished everything. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's kind of what got me going. I was always looking at art school and graphic design and, you know, I don't know, whatever, but I just, I just found myself always wanting to as cheesy and cliche as it sounds help people and i guess that was just because i i just i knew there had to be a better way maybe i didn't know what it was and uh it was i don't know when i can't when i don't know the answer for something i like to try to find the solution and it becomes i guess like a like a passion of mine so i think that's what started me um how i got in germany was i was working in florida uh, after my master's degree uh, at a very famous tennis academy I took a chance with a player named Victoria Azarenka. She ended up being number one in the world. What I did not realize, and it's nothing against her or any of her team or the coach, it's just in general, it's very political. Uh, it's more politics than anything else, in my opinion. And I'm not a guy that loves to play politics. So <laughs> bad career move on my end. And uh, yeah, so that turned into the coach being extremely successful and asking me if I wanted to go to Mexico for soccer with another gig or uh 
Egypt for tennis and work with a kid that won the biggest tournament in the world at 12 years old. And wow. he needed kind of like a movement coach, a physical therapist and a strength coach. And yeah, just a dude to travel with. And I kind of hit, ticked all those boxes. And for me, I knew I would have complete autonomy and an unbelievable athlete. And we took him to 11 in the world. He was a five, one up against Gasquet, which is the top was a top ATP player, uh, unbelievable kid and player. And I worked with him uh, all the way through the revolution, almost got shot a few times running under some bridges during the whole fiasco there. Yeah. Pretty wild. Taught myself Arabic, um, learned German here. So just, I don't know. I just like bouncing around and somehow accidentally I did an international presentation, met some Germans and here we are in 2022 in Stuttgart, Germany. What nice. What's uh so what's the difference between like athletic coach and movement coach? Are they just kind of synonymous? so that's a really good question. So I got um I was actually looking at doing my DPT, uh, my doctorate of physical therapy. I kind of wanted to get that alphabet soup next to my name because I knew in the States it's pretty important. And um I got hired at this tennis academy because they needed like a strength coach that was good with uh that was that understood injury. And so right away I started seeing the strength coaches on the tennis court with the players. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I started seeing them move and, you know, breaking tennis down, you, you got a court, you got a square, you got a net in the middle and the dude's running around trying to get a ball, like really breaking it down to like just basic stuff. Yeah. And then pong. once he learned, what's that? Just pong in, in my head. I'm yeah, like, sure, exactly. Basic. And then once he learns how to move, you, you change the surface on him or her, you know, whoever. And back in like early 2000s, it was this idea that no tennis players can't train like athletes because they're tennis players. Same thing with golf. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, but wait, tennis players. And if I explained the sport like I just did, they'd be like, well, that sounds like the most athletic thing ever. And I'm like, yeah, so there you go. So tennis players need to be athletes. And I think what the early guys saw was, you know, if we learned the mechanics behind a forehand and a backhand, not the stroke, not with the hand, but the movement with the lower body. And we were able to fix those movement patterns with force production and all of that stuff. Well, then when the you know million dollar coach would be hitting with these players, that coach could focus on you know the stroke, the wrist grip, the timing of the ball, taking it correctly, all the complicated stuff, because we had kind of prepped his athlete, if you want to call it that, on how to move. So I always said it's my job to make sure everything below the belly button moves correctly. So the tennis coach can then focus on the more important stuff, strategy, hitting the ball, timing, and all of that. All and so you... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so just long story short, you know, I realized right away that I could very easily make a good career, not learning any of that stuff because it's really the last 10% or just because I found it interesting and challenging. And I love movement. I mean, my master's is in movement that I, I was like, well, I want to learn this. Like, I don't need to, I don't need to hit an amazing tennis ball. I'm just working on the, the movement and the step and the power and the force production. And so I really just went I just geeked out in, in tennis and when I, it, we had the best players in the world uh, that were able to help and what was like helped me learn like just the movement behind it. Mm -hmm. And what I thought was interesting is we take some of the best players in the world and I would put a 10 kilo weight in their hand and tell them to like raise their arms straight and lunge. And most, some of the literally top 10 players in the world could not walk in a lunge without falling over. And I was like, oh my God, you can be top 10 in the world, a million dollar athlete breaking some of the biggest records. And you can't even do these basic, simple movements. And as you, Brad, you're a personal trainer, man, you can just see like the, the possibility in that. 
Oh yeah, take, taking someone to the next level. Imagine. Oh my God, they're already level. at the next level, How and they can't even move. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Where they're just so advanced, like at their fine tuning motor skills for their sport. But mm-hmm. man, you take the base up. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, and, unbelievable. And even in in my world, in personal training, you know, we're not at your level as, as far as athletic training, but we still will, you know, get high school athletes ready for the next level for probably someone like you. Um, but that's what we focus on too, is just, we're not too worried about kids coming up and what sports they are actually going to play, just turn them into an athlete. So, yeah. you know, baseline, uh, function, functional movement and some speed and power, just, just real simple stuff mm-hmm. because we know the next level, someone like you is going to, whatever sport they pick are just going to take that to the next level. And, and just on my, my end, you know, it's watching some of these people come in and got nothing. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. figure I'm giving, you know, I'm giving back to the community just by getting them to a, just a baseline for, for athleticism. So, well, and you also, you're giving them so much more because, you know, on that. So what I studied actually would be not even on that. I would be the athletic trainer. I'd be the one doing the rehab, the taping, the physical therapy, basically. And, uh, and it was interesting because then I got stuck into this movement position and then I got almost, I got more turned into like, like a strength coach. And then I thought it was a bit interesting because, you know, you saw the Kelly Starrett's and I think the Lakers hired a physical therapist at one point in time for their strength coach. And right away I said, okay, but that's a bit dangerous because I I think if the physical therapist, maybe Kelly Starrett, I mean, I've met him a few times, but I never spoke with him about, I spoke with him about physical therapy, not strength and conditioning. And, but I don't really know if I took him, Kelly Starr, the physical therapist, with the, you know, and compared him to the strength coach, you know, of Oregon State, for example, the strength coach, not the physical therapist. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if those two could truly teach the clean, the jerk, the snatch in this true Olympic force production correctly, because that is really the sole job of a strength coach. And when I met my business partner in, in, in Stuttgart in Germany, and I realized that he was able to do that I'm, leaps and bounds better than me. I stepped right out of the strength field. I said, okay, I'm done. I, I will do movement and I'll do that stuff to, to help with rehab and to help players get better. But my days as a strength coach, I mean, he's bigger, stronger, faster, my business partner, and he he can teach these movements that I never learned. You don't learn these in physical therapy. You don't yeah. learn these in athletic training. And so I think sometimes the field gets a little convoluted because us physical therapists look at our degrees, if we have a doctorate degree or a master's degree, and we're like, well, hey, we obviously studied these movements so we can teach these exercises. And that is not always, almost, it's never true unless they specifically learn them and not just with some certification they got to be putting the hours in so i think that was one thing i really learned also is that i can't really pretend to be a professional like a high class professional in two fields and and that's the whole point of like our fitness industry is finally uh getting personal trainers physical therapists even chiropractors um specialties and in niches you know just having you know thinking like like a medical doctor oh a medical doctor they know everything no there's yeah there are different segments and that's the person you want to see if that's the problem you have so same thing in our athletic world and fitness training world you know go to someone who specializes in something because that's that's what they were meant to do so that's that's cool yeah and i think if you follow the system i mean in many if if the system like with air quotes right i i think a lot of times it can be done i think sometimes we over specialize 
Um, like if I'm going to have an athlete that needs a knee surgery, or even if my mom needs a knee surgery, I would rather her go to a knee specific orthopedic surgeon because he's, yeah. he's doing knees all day. All but day, the problem yeah. is, you know, a lot of times we then might go so specific that those doctors forget to look at the entire body itself. That's and so I think it's, it's a slippery slope because we got to make sure that we make very specific decisions in the right direction but we also remember that if your hips are all jacked up that's going to totally affect your shoulder and so we need to somehow almost <laughs> be going two directions at one time because it's it's crucial so we don't lose kind of the the focus of what we're trying to create and that's you know what that is bringing that person to their optimal state if it's a high school kid or if it's you know ronaldo on you know on a soccer club yeah yeah absolutely well, so David, uh, how, how can my uh, audience get a hold of you? Do you have a website or any social media links that you usually use to, that you can throw out there for them? Yeah, for sure. So I, my website is, um, I'll, I'll tell you the confusing one, granttrainingsystems.com. But luckily, I was smart enough to buy the domain unbreakableback.com. Oh. So that is much easier to memorize. So unbreakableback.com would be my website. It's got all my offers about me, a free call where you can chat with me about how I can help you it's called the learn more call. As you probably can tell from the last hour, I'm not much of a sales guy. I just like to talk. Um, and then my, my Instagram handle is probably the other biggest one. I've got 23, 24,000 and that's rehab GTS. And GTS stands for Grant Training Systems, so Rehab GTS. And uh, both, I would say those two platforms right now are probably the, yeah, the website and, and, and Instagram are, are the biggest I've got right now. Okay, awesome. And uh, my audience always know, and I say this every single time, but I'll, I, I always throw those links in the podcast description so they can just click on it too. So if you're listening, don't worry, you can go back and click right on there and get to uh, David, so... Uh, David, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. This has just been awesome and, you know, love what you're doing. I love doing my job and this is just great getting the word out there. So uh, appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's been a great time. And like I said, before the show started, man, I got some interesting guests I'm, I'll, I'll pitch you to. Yeah, because they're all, I think a lot of us uh, really value um, uh, what you're doing, right? Because I mean, running a podcast is, I mean, we all listen to them, right? Uh, but we don't all do them. So I think there's, uh, for the first time, mutual respect on both sides. I mean, if you think about like CNN and MSNBC, I think any, yeah. anybody has respect <laughs> on the other end. People are there for themselves on both sides. And so I think, yeah, what you're doing, man, my hat's off to you. I think it's awesome. And I'm more than happy to be, uh, you know, one, a one hour, one minute and 43 second part of it. Awesome. Well, I can see your feet moving. I know you got the dancing feet. There. Yeah, yeah, going, man. So. Yeah, I think people are waiting, right? <laughs> So yeah, thanks uh, once again, and uh, we'll get you back on the show uh, uh, sooner than later. Yeah, cool. Perfect, man. I'm always around. All right. Thank you.